Hey everyone, just a brief announcement for those who haven't heard yet. Intentional Living is now called Alive and Active Life. We are very excited about this new name and the powerful ways God continues to use this ministry. If you'd like to hear more about the process of our name change, I invite you to listen to the podcast entitled Alive and Active Life, Our New Name. And now, here is today's episode. Welcome to Alive and Active Life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. Have you ever been stuck? You want to break free and make progress, but a helpless feeling pervades. Still, part of you knows there has to be an option to get unstuck. What a miserable place, feeling suspended, unable to maneuver, paralyzed to come up with a plan. Yet in your heart, and with God's help, you suspect that you are able to get unstuck somehow. You just don't know how. Today's topic, the realities of being stuck. Everybody has been there at one point or another in their life. Well, getting stuck is a lot easier than getting unstuck. Getting locked into those stuck patterns really happens easily. Going with the flow, riding the wave, thinking, I've got this. Being blindsided, the fear of man, trying to please everyone, working too hard, even ignoring better decisions. Those and many more can feed getting stuck. It's so much easier to get stuck than unstuck. For this one reason, easier to get in than out, it is helpful to work on the front end for success. Front-end work gives you better success rates and prevents slipping into unhealthy patterns that keep people stuck. When a person is not working hard on the front end, the door to getting stuck is already open. You know, it is hard to break free, though. So what do you do if you missed the front-end work? Now you are on the back-end you are stuck. When unhealthy patterns form in your life, it is hard to admit. It's even harder to break free. The path with the least resistance is just easier. So what do you do? Let's reflect for just a few minutes on your life garden. This is the time of the year when people are prepping their gardens all around their house sprucing up the yard, and thinking about and planning their vegetable garden. Well, you have a life garden too. It's uh, just as a plot of ground. Um, You need to prep it so you can put the seeds or the young plants in. Your soil needs to be prepped in order to receive new habits or young patterns. It's hard to break new ground up that's been hardened 
A well-traveled path needs a good tilling to break it up. This is exactly what you need to start the pattern of getting unstuck. So, three good questions might help you get started in getting unstuck. One, what do you need to break up? Two, why not ask God to soften any hard paths in your life? And three, What's keeping you from partnering with God in His efforts to break up the hard areas? God wants to plant good seeds and new young patterns in your life. Are you ready to receive them? Let's talk for just a bit on how to break up those hard areas. Breaking up unyielding ground, even when you're doing gardening, A tiller, a strong, powerful tiller, will bounce off the hard ground at first. It just takes some pretty radical action on the soil. It kind of looks like this. Sharp tiller blades carve up hard expanses of hard ground into big clumps. Then those big clumps are crushed into smaller clods. The clods are pulverized again and again until nothing is left but loose soil. New soil needs raking, fertilizing, mixing of good nutrients. And then preparing the soil means pulling up the weeds. This is tedious hard labor. You're already aware, I'm sure, that you have an enemy who wants to keep your life a hard path. He wants to keep you stuck. So, he works against your every effort. However, God wants you to be free, effective, and productive. The Bible says, It is for freedom that Christ has set you free. From Galatians 5 verse 1. If you are willing to be broken, broken up like a tiller breaks up the ground, no longer denying or procrastinating, then certain good things will happen inside you. A healthier person begins to emerge. Then you can plant new habits and patterns in your life. Here are some starter points for getting unstuck. So before you engage the seven steps that get you unstuck, and they're coming a little later, you need to commit to some of these starter points. These are not the seven steps that we're going to talk about, but they are prepping points. Here we go. First is have the right mindset. This means being alert and focused. Think well. Live well. Be well. Then you need a humble and an honest heart. That sets you up for forward action. Following that, you need to choose a positive can-do perspective. Believe me, that really helps. Then you need to feed healthy patterns by committing to work hard and trust God while you're working, because He's going to be working too. Okay, let's move on. You need to remember that God loves you deeply. Your value is not in question. Write out your goals. Write out some action steps. Write out your failures. And you know what? 
then include better ideas for next time. That is failing forward. Okay, add to those pointers this one. Enlist a trusted friend to walk with you, to pray for you, to encourage you. But don't expect them to do your part. You need to add prayer. And it needs to be sincere prayer. God honestly wants to help you get unstuck. So talk to Him about it. Listen to Him and let Him listen to you. We're almost done with our points. Now you need to claim some scripture promises. Memorize them for instant access. Then you need to add meditating on those scriptures. Meditating is simply picturing practical application in your life. And then finally, the last point that I want to mention to you, a starter point, is to stomp your foot and determine that you're going to obey God's lead. Partner with Him. You can do this. So let me go through those pointers again. First, get the right mindset. Then, a humble and honest heart. Choose a positive, can-do perspective. Feed healthy patterns. Remember God loves you. Write out your goals and more, including your failures and how to fail forward. Enlist a trusted friend. Pray sincerely. Claim scripture promises and memorize and meditate on those. And stomp your foot. You've got to have resolve. You can get unstuck. So now, those are the pointers for starting the process of getting unstuck as God pulls out his tiller and starts to work. There are seven steps, though, that you can proactively participate in that will help you to get unstuck. Again, there's no magic formula. There's no secret fix to get unstuck. But there are some things that you can do to turn the corner and to gain success. These seven steps that we're going to talk about, they actually help you to take responsibility for getting unstuck. Every one of these seven steps must be done by prayer and by relying on God's power to give you strength. But He's not going to do it for you. Your partnership with Him is critical so you can get unstuck. Let's just mention the seven things real quick, and then we're going to expand on each one. So first of all is exercise courage. Two, be alert and focused. Three, engage your brain and make healthy decisions. Four, put energy into commitment. Five, don't be self-focused. Six, total buy-in. And seven, be still and calm to get free. We talked about front-end work, keeping you from getting stuck. But if you're already stuck, you still engage in front-end work. Believe it or not, front-end work prevents you from getting stuck, it gets you out of stuck, and it keeps you unstuck. Plus, by committing to front-end work, you form the habit of that approach for the future. First of all was exercise courage. Admit up front, this is where I am, and This is going to be a challenge. Then, choose courage. 
Please believe in the value of your life and believe that God loves you. Courage means resolve to make good decisions and carrying out action steps no matter how you feel, no matter what others say. Courage is a front-end work towards success. Now, be alert and focused. That was number two. Cultivate awareness to what you are thinking each moment. Be alert to deeper patterns, excuses, justifications that you might catch yourself making. Go toe-to-toe with yourself and call yourself out on these things. Be hard on yourself in the right way, not the wrong way. So that's being alert. What about focus? That was the other part of the second step. Focus on breaking up the hard ground so that you can have pliable soil in your life garden. Think solutions, options, possibilities. Prepare to be mentally and emotionally tired at the end of the day. That means you've been busy focusing. So, alertness and focus form front-end work of challenging your choices and energy. Number three is to engage your brain and make healthy decisions. Well, force your mind to engage. You can do that. Remember what you are doing and why you're doing it. Confusion and fear don't come from God. Keep reminding yourself that. So when you feel confused, when you feel afraid, just repeat 2 Timothy 1.7 because God does not give us the spirit of fear. Get stubborn about the good stuff. Be hard on yourself in the right way, like we already said. Here are some examples. Don't let yourself slump into lazy habits. Refuse to listen to discouragement. Crush procrastination. Don't give your ear to the usual justifications that you're used to hearing. Instead of those things, use your brain to solve problems and make better decisions. Making your brain work is the front-end work of an effective plan to get unstuck. Okie doke. Now let's go on to the next one. Put energy into commitment. Once your brain is on board, get your body signed up. No matter how you feel, take all of you in the direction of your goals. This takes resolve. Set aside feelings that munch on your courage and determination. Put reminders on your device. Memorize and meditate scripture to help. Journal. Put some energy, creative energy, into these commitments you're making. Investing energy into commitment is front-end work to get unstuck. Alrighty, the next one is don't be self-focused. Sure, you need to get yourself in the game, but self-focus causes momentum to die. Instead, focus on what you are working to accomplish. 
drill into well-thought action steps and the planting of new patterns. You've got to be involved in this. It doesn't just happen, just like your garden doesn't get planted on its own. Your life matters for something bigger than you. Life is big, rich, and full. Yes, it's hard, but it does have all of those good things around you. Step out of you and don't give in to self-absorption. Refusing to be self-focused is the front-end work of living in the big picture. We're getting to the end. Total buy-in. You need total buy-in. Get all of you signed up. Better to fail trying than to fail to try. Failing forward is normal. Everybody does that. There's not a person on the globe who doesn't fail. When you throw data from failure into your plan to get unstuck, you can learn a ton about yourself and about succeeding. Instead of trying to be perfect, just go forward. You must be resolved to get unstuck. Stomp your foot if you have to. Just do it. Adopting total buy-in is the front-end work of resolve. Okay, now we're at step seven. Be calm and quiet to get free. Believe it or not, that's important. And believe it or not, being calm and quiet is a choice that you are fully capable of making. It takes time to break free and get unstuck. It will seem like a fight at first. But that's just you wrestling your will into place. Follow through with steady perseverance. Soon you will notice strength and peace taking root and rising up. I would say simply this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. That's Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Here's a really easy to remember unstuck scripture. I calm and quiet my soul. Psalm 131 verse 2a. Here it is again. I calm and quiet my soul. Being calm and quiet is the front end work to live in freedom. So you can see that the very steps of getting unstuck are the very steps of front end work. And that's what breaks you loose. It's what breaks you free, my friend. Let's look at some application thoughts. You can get unstuck. What's God's part? Well, He loves you. He knows how to help. He has the power to do it. And His support is for you. That's a lot of support there from God. What about your part? Here we go. Trust God and commit to the starter points with resolve. Carry out the seven action steps that we talked about to get unstuck. And don't give up. 
I'm going to review those action points real quick again. These again were just the starter points before the seven steps. Here we go again. You need the right mindset. You need a humble and honest heart. Choose a positive, can-do perspective. Feed healthy patterns. Remember, God loves you. Write out your goals and even your failures and learn something for forward movement. Enlist a trusted friend. Pray sincerely. Claim scripture. That means memorizing, and it also means meditating, which simply means picture practical application. And then the last starter point is stomp your foot. Determine you are going to do this. You can do it. And then the seven steps again to get unstuck. One, exercise courage. Two, be alert and focused. Three, engage your brain and make healthy decisions. Four, put energy into commitment. Five, don't be self-focused. Six, you've got to have total buy-in. And seven, be still and calm to get free. You can be free. God wants you to be free. God values your freedom. Do you? Do you value it enough to do the front-end work of getting and staying unstuck? You can do this. Partner with God. I leave you with Psalm 42, verse 5. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God. For I shall again praise Him, my salvation. God bless you as you work to get unstuck. Remember, let Him start tilling in your life. He knows how to do this, and He certainly wants to help you. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org. Your web-based home for resources, including books and e-books, libraries of articles, podcasts, shareable images, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.